Welcome to the Aussie Bloggers Podcasts, brought to you by Tan and Amanda. Tan's from Write Your Cancer, and Amanda's from My Office Books, and you can find them both at Blogger Support for All. Join them as they talk about blogging and as they speak to a variety of Aussie bloggers who share their own stories, secrets, and successes about the world of blogging. And now, here's Tan and Amanda. I'm Tan from Write Your Cancer. Hi, I'm Amanda from My Office Books. And, and we're from Aussie Bloggers Podcast. And we have an amazing guest on our show today. We're really excited to welcome Kate Toon. How are you, Kate? I'm fabulous. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, Kate. Woohoo! <laughs> now, Kate, you have done some amazing work around copy. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, how you got started and how it all came to be. Yeah, so I am a, a copywriter and SEO consultant. I spent many years working in corporate advertising before I took the leap of faith into having my own business about seven years ago. And since then, yeah, I focused on helping small businesses with uh, copy, but also increasingly educating people about the world of search engine optimization and helping Google love your website. And I've used blogging all along that journey to you know, build my brand, attract more visitors, but also to rank highly in the search engines, which is crucial for a small business person like me. Okay, that's really interesting uh, for our listeners because a lot of them are bloggers and a lot of them are simply, how do I get found? So in terms of SEO, do you have a strategy that in particular that you use? What, what would you give as advice to someone who's just starting out or who just wants to refresh their blogs but now really look at SEO? Well, I think, you know, you need to understand how search engines work and, and, and what they're looking for. And I think that people get very intimidated when it comes to search engine optimization. They think it's some kind of dark art or that you need to be super technical. Mm. Um, and, and neither of those those things are true. There's no magic bullet. There's no secret formula. It's just a case of educating yourself and understanding the rules that Google is very open about. They're very, they're very clear about what they do and don't want you to do. And I think the biggest thing that I, biggest mistake I see bloggers making is just lack of focus and lack of planning and lack of structure. Um, and so not really thinking about how gonna, their content's going to be found, how their blogs are going to be found before they write them. They just write them and then hope for the best. It's that whole, um, you know, field of dreams mantra of if you write it, they will come. Mm -hmm. Well, unfortunately, they probably won't. So, um, yeah, I think... In terms of advice, gosh, I could give you so much advice. But I well, think <laughs> let's start at the beginning. So, okay, I'm I've written a blog post, and or would you recommend even before you start your blog post, you start thinking about your keywords and start planning? I mean, it's sort of the the um, chicken before the egg, isn't it? Really. Yeah, I mean, I think it's even a step further back than that. I mean, if you've already started your journey, then you won't be able to, your blogging journey, then you won't be able to do this step. But I think if you haven't yet got a blog or you're thinking about um, blogging, it's about thinking about the best platform for putting your blog on. You know, um, I'm a big fan of WordPress. Um, it makes SEO very easy to, to implement. So, you know, it's even that step of going, well, I want to be found, so I need to pick the best platform to help me get found. 
And then once you've set up your site or your blog, yeah, I think it is really, it's thinking about focus. If we move away from keywords, which can be a bit confusing, Mm -hmm. it's really thinking, what is this article about? Um, and, And what would I type into Google if I wanted to find an article like this? So, you know, you might be, uh, you know, make, might be have a recipe site where you, you know you, you make recipes with chickpeas or whatever. You're like, what are people going to type into Google to find my recipe or to find my how-to guide? And I think, you know, I think that's just a really, really important step to take before you write anything. Um, and yes, of course, if you want to get serious about uh, SEO, then you would maybe take those phrases or those focus ideas and put them through some keyword tools like uh, Google AdWords keyword tool, or there's another great one called keywordtool.io. And and then have a look and see, well, I thought that an article about hedgehog jumpers would be really interesting, but when I look in Google, no one's searching for that. So maybe I have to rethink my article and try and write something that's a bit more popular that's actually going to possibly get me some traffic to my site. Mm. And I guess... When you're looking at, at using those tools, now how up to date are they? I know that there used to be about a month's lag, but are they a lot more up to date in real time now or is there still that lag in, in when you're looking at your um, analytics of them all? No, and in keyword, it, all the keyword tools are, are as up to date as, as they can be, you know, and, the, you know, the, the numbers may not be utterly precise, but it's a, it's a good way to just give you a guide, you know, don't, yeah. don't take them literally. But, you know, basically, you know, you've got maybe three or four ideas of phrases you, that you think you want to blog about, put them in, look for the one that has lots and lots of traffic, but not so much competition. Mm-hmm. Um, and another simple thing you can do is simply type those phrases into Google um, and see what comes up. Um, and, you know, if the top three or four pieces of content are from hugely popular, influential brands, well, then your blog post has very little chance of kind of cutting above those. Whereas if you look in the top three people kind of look similar level to you, well, then you've got more chance of your content being seen. So it's all about competition and context and, yeah, trying to create content that A, people are searching for and that B, really solves a reader problem. I think that's another thing. Um, you know, if you're a personal blogger and you're telling stories, that's that's a little bit different. But even then, it's like, what does your story, what, what, what's the resolution of your story? How are you helping people? What's the outcome they're going to get from this article? And think about that before you start writing. Okay, I love that, that way you phrased it, Kate, because what it does is answers what's in it for me, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I think for many people, blogging can simply be an outlet. It's like a virtual diary, and there's you know, there's no expectation of thousands and thousands of people hitting their site and reading their content, and that's fine. But if you are using your blog as a means of selling a product or a service, or you know, or you're hoping to get sponsored advertising or whatever, well, then you know, eyeballs do matter. So why are people going to read your content over the next person in the listings? You know, what problem are you going to solve for them? And I think that's so crucial. Mm, Absolutely. Now, in terms of uh, what people can do to educate themselves, what would you recommend? Well, um, there's lots of good resources out there. Google themselves have um, their own uh, sort of educational area, and I'm more than happy to share the link with you that you, so you can pop it in your show notes. The only problem with Google is 
you know, they, they don't make things very easy to understand. They don't employ the best copywriters in the world. So often you can read their fabulously useful guide to doing something or other and you come away actually more confused than when you started. Uh, so there's a few other places that I think are really great for education. Um, Quick Sprout, which is Neil Patel's website. Yes, it's just yes. packed with great stuff. Yes. Moz.com. Yes. Uh, there's a lovely, very dashing guy there called Rand Fishkin who does uh, little videos every Friday called Whiteboard Friday that are very educational. Yes, and, yes. Um, you know, I, I have a little free group on Facebook called I Love SEO. <laughs> and my, my promise is that you'll end up loving SEO, although, you know, I'm sure that's quite hard for many people to believe. And, uh, you know, I pass... <laughs> Tips and tools there, and you know, I, I have a, a few courses as well. But from, from from a basic level, I think it's just finding a few good sources of truth. Um, as I said, Neil Patel, Rand Fishkin, and Google themselves, and just you know, chipping away at the SEO beast a little, one lump at a time. You know, not not getting overwhelmed, and just doing what you can do. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Tell us more about I Love SEO and the courses that you provide. So yeah, I mean, I. I help. I used. I spent a lot of time helping corporates with SEO, and obviously they've got much bigger challenges than we have. You know, if you are a Commonwealth Bank and you want to rank for home loan, and you're up against NAB and Westpac and St George, you know, it's highly. We're talking real high level SEO stuff, but the principles for those guys are obviously the same for us smaller fish. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I was helping those guys. Then I did a, some workshops. But I found that people just couldn't absorb the information in a day. Uh, it's just there's just too much to learn, and they were walking away feeling bedraggled. So therefore, I set up um, e-courses, um, and um, I've got a, a very low-cost sort of 10-day challenge where people can just do one little thing a day for 10 days, and then I've got a more comprehensive eight-week e-course where it teaches you pretty much everything you'd ever want to know about SEO and some stuff you probably don't want to know. Um, but the group is the group, the group is really just a place for people to kind of, you know, ask questions, share tips, get little bits of advice and sort of fill in those gaps in their knowledge just little by little. So, yeah, um, I... I mean, I launched my e-course knowing absolutely nothing about e-courses, which is very much uh, my way. So I didn't do a course on e-courses. And there are plenty of great courses out there that will teach you all the ins and outs. But instead, I um, I just have a WordPress site. I have a theme called Divi, which is very um, a very cool WordPress theme. Um, and then I have a plugin called MemberPress which allows me to have a member area where people can have different levels of membership. And then once you've logged in, the course is all just um, essentially pages within my WordPress site. It's just a behind logins and I can turn them on and off and drip feed the content. Um, so yeah, I built my site myself. I built the course myself, uh, recorded all the videos, made worksheets. It, it was it was a mammoth undertaking and little, if I'd known what I know now when I started, I may not have done it. Uh, <laughs> But you know you've got to you've got to try these things, and now it's you know it's in its sixth sixth round, and I've had about now nearly two hundred people pass through it, and about two thousand people have done the the ten day challenge, and uh, yeah, it's great. I mean, it's not just about the money. Obviously, the money's nice, but I, I do enjoy. I love it when people come to me and say, "I always thought SEO was terrifying, but you actually make it quite fun and exciting." I mean, that's the biggest accolade I think I can get. You know. Absolutely. That's a that's actually great, isn't it, when people come to you and say things like that? I love it. Love that. Yeah. And I also love the fact that you said you didn't know 
much about how to build an e-course and you just went and did it because that's something Amanda and I have been uh, advocating for so long for bloggers to just go out there and give it a go and just start something. Yeah, take a risk, you know, make a little ebook, create a little video course. Um, gosh, I think making videos is one of the most challenging things I've ever done because like pretty much everyone else, you know, I'm not desperately in love with, with my own head, you know, and seeing it on camera is not a pleasant experience. Um, and now I've made hundreds and hundreds of hours of videos and I'm just, you know, I, I love it now. I think video is, especially with blogging, you know, it can really add another element to your blog and help people know the person behind the, the words. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people really connect with you. You know, people feel like they really know you and they really like you. And I just don't think that, the, no matter how, and I'm a copywriter, so, um, but I'd say that, you know, the written word is fantastic. But if you augment that with photos and video, wow, you know, you really are giving people the full the full essence of you, if that makes sense. <laughs> mm, absolutely. That's that's great. Yeah. Kate, just before we head off, um, now you have a free blogging template. Would you like to share that with us? Yeah, so I am very much about structure in blogs. I do think there is, you know, a method to the madness. Um, and I think it's very important to, you know, not just dump some big giant lump of copy onto the page and, and be done so the little template i have which you, it's it's an email sign up you can get it at the recipe for seo success.com.au i'm sure you'll share the link and what it is is it's almost like a paint by numbers guide to um writing a blog so you know takes you through each element you know the intro um subheaders calls to actions using bullets and um there's an example i think that i sent through to you guys of a post that i wrote recently which is very very structured you know very um, very every pa- there's a paragraph then there's a subheader then there's a paragraph then there's an image you know it's very uh, anally structured um but it's one of my most successful um posts um and you know for me as a small business person i think it got something like 600 700 shares which for me was huge you know um and i think it's partly because the content was interesting but partly because it's easy to digest you know people have a lot very limited time online and a lot to get through so make it as easy as possible for them to digest your words so kate i'm actually looking at that blog post yes and i can see it's it's a very interesting heading because you've gone i spent 154 dollars on fiverr and this is what i got no i just i I, you know i think i think there's a few things at play there i mean i'm very into headlines and and obviously you know i'm a big believer of the ogilvy quote that once you've spent you have you know 80 percent of people will um read the headline but only 20 percent will read the blog so i do think that you need to um really make work hard with your headlines and what i like about that is that headline is that it's got a very specific price you know, $154, why, you know, why that amount? Uh, it's not a huge amount. And it's, it's, it, you can tell, therefore, it's going to be an honest tale of, of, of something. And people are very negative about Fiverr. So it was quite a controversial post. Um, and I got a lot for my $154. So I got some awesome stuff, um, especially if you scroll right to the bottom of that post. Don't do it now because you, you, you'll, you'll start laughing, I hope, and it will ruin the podcast. <laughs> There's a very interesting video at the bottom of that post that will amuse you, I think, so you can check it out later. So let's have a look at the structure. So I can see here you've got your heading. Yes. And you've got an explanation. You've got links. Yes. And then you've got about um, the different options that you actually went ahead and you bought. Yeah. Now, did you choose these options randomly or did you choose them because you knew there wasn't a lot 
SEO-wise? Well, I, I guess there's a few things with that article. I, I wanted to solve the customer question of, is Fiverr worth wasting my money on? Which is a question that I see asked a lot in lots of forums. So I think that's, you know, taking us back to that point at the beginning of the po- blog, the pod, sorry, about focus. My focus was Fiverr. My focus was, is Fiverr worth the money? Um, and then I just picked gigs pretty much at random, but all things that would be useful to a small business or a blogger, like getting a video made or a little bit of SEO research or having someone write a blog post for you or create a graphic all things that we kind of think wouldn't it be great if I could get someone to do that for me um, and then I shared the results honestly so you could actually see what they produced and I give it a grade and I say whether I thought it was a good service or not and I provide a link to that service and some of the people in that post have had heaps of work uh, from that post which is great for them you know um, and there's some funny ones there's some serious ones and, you know, and there's there's a lot of content there, but at the end of it, you know, I think everybody's going to come away with thinking, well, maybe I'll try that service. That one looks pretty good, you know, and hopefully all written with some wit um, and quite succinctly. So, you know, it's it's a fun little post, basically. And so, Kate, I have to ask you, mm-hmm. with, with that $154 that you spent, did you end up using or have you continued to use any of those services or anything that you've actually bought from there yeah so a couple of the videos i had made were very silly but they promoted my seo course and i have used those and and they've gone you know shared those across social media and and they've had great reactions and on a more serious uh, note one of the guys in that post um, does website critique so he records himself ripping your website to shreds and some of the insights that he pointed out to me you know I, I, I took them on board and I changed my site so that was great and there's another guy in there who does link audits so he'll pull out all the different links pointing towards your blog and, and let you have a look at those so he was useful too some of the others not so much but that's part of the fun of Fiverr it's only five dollars you know it's worth a punt sometimes you're not gonna make uh, you're gonna get something great but sometimes you really do get a diamond in the rough and it's like wow I can't believe I discovered this dude he's amazing so mm-hmm. yeah well we'll let people head over to kate2copywriter.com.au and check out that article because it's yes. very interesting yeah thank you <laughs> so Kate um, we have loved ch- chatting to you and it's been awesome having you on our show however we have to sort of wrap things up Tell everybody where they can find you, where they can download the free template and get more information on your e-course. Well, thankfully, I'm quite good at SEO. So if you just type my name, Kate Toon, into Google, you should find something related to me. But if, you're, if you'd love that little blog, SEO-friendly blog template, you can head to www.therecipeforseosuccess.com.au and an ugly little pop-up will appear and you can type in your email address and get it. And if you don't want to be on my email list, you can just unsubscribe. I don't mind. So go for it. <laughs> Thank you, Kate. Well, it's been fascinating talking with you this morning. Um, well, this afternoon, actually, it is for us. Yes. It will be morning for our listeners. And if our listeners have loved listening and hearing about Kate Toon, click over to her website. But don't forget to rate and review us. Because at the end of the day, people can't find us unless you rate and review. And we'd love to share Kate's tips and tricks and also have the honour of you listening to our podcast and your friends. Thanks, Kate. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, Kate. Bye. Bye. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Aussie Bloggers Podcast. 
If you would like to become a part of the Aussie Bloggers podcast family and suggest a featured Aussie blogger or just to say g'day, visit Tan and Amanda at aussiebloggerspodcast.com or at bloggersupportforall.com. If you'd like to leave a review, they would love that too. Keep an ear out for the next Aussie Bloggers podcast coming your way soon.